Welcome to the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. This episode is brought to you by Authors Unite. Authors Unite provides you with the support you need to finish your book. Best part is, after you finish your book, they take care of the entire publishing and marketing process 100% for you. So, if you want to become a successful author, make sure to check out AuthorsUnite.com. Now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, I have Natalie Beasel with us. She helps women business owners with the mindset and habits of being a successful entrepreneur. So, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Tyler. Happy to be here. Of course. Grateful uh, to have you on. Um, we'll, we'll jump into the first one, Natalie. The first question I have for you is, what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Yeah, um, I think this this story, this theme that keeps showing up in my life is probably common for a lot of people here in the States. And that is that um, I spent the first like almost 20 years, like 15 to 20 years of my life, of my career, um, working in jobs that, um, I really didn't like, I was kind of miserable <laughs> and that's because, you know, I'm a result of a culture and even my parents who, who, you know, said to me, just like they probably said to you, like, I should, I need to find like a career that makes money. Right. So I did that for like 15 forever, for as long as I've had a career, I got, I, you know, studied design and, and went through that whole process and worked for agencies and corporations. And I just was miserable. And so about three years ago, I decided to hire a career coach. And whenever I was talking to her, I was just like, I have to do something else. Like I don't, I have to do something on my own. I just hate working for other people. Like I'm just tired of it. Cannot work for one more like awful boss. I'm done. And I said, you know, I'm thinking about like, you know, doing something like maybe starting an online business. And I thought, oh, that that has to be easy, right? Like online businesses, that just sounds like breeze. And I honestly had no idea what it entailed. And she said, oh, you know, have you ever heard of Marie Forleo? And I was like, "Uh, no, I don't know who that is. And so essentially this woman, like, First of all, it helped me realize that like the lesson is whenever you're super stuck, I mean, please don't wait 15 years to like talk to a coach to help me get unstuck. Because what happened was I went and checked out Marie Forleo and then it was like from there on, this is about three years ago, I just went down the rabbit hole of entrepreneurship. I found all these other, you know, Jenny She, Kendrick Show, Tara Gentile. I just went down the rabbit hole and was like, oh my gosh, here are these women out there who are doing exactly what it is that I want to do. They're business owners. They're making their own programs. And I didn't even know what that was or what that entailed. But from that call, I was forever changed just from that conversation. So, and then the other thing, the other like kind of lesson, the other valuable message is like a lot of times I think we are like in these jobs or in these positions just because for some like external reason, like, I need the money or because I just thought that was normal. And now what I'm realizing being an entrepreneur, I'm like, yes, the struggles are like totally there, but it's, it's like, I'm in control of the situation. Does that make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. 
Like it's my choice to be here on this entrepreneurial journey. And these are my struggles that I'm choosing versus like some business owner that has his whole structure and I'm like just working for him. So yeah, I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. Um, And Marie Forleo, from what I I hear, and I've, I've watched a few interviews on her, but, and I'm sure she's actually great for all entrepreneurs, but especially for women, I, I think she has something, and hopefully I'm not messing this up, but I think she has something called the B school or something. Yes, um, so yeah, yeah. I, I know, I think I know a few uh, women that have like gone through that or something, or they know of it and it's definitely helped them um, a lot. So, oh, yeah. Um, so yeah. programs are amazing for sure. So, all right. So, so knowing that now I'm excited to get your answer on this next one. And that is what is the most valuable piece of information? Uh, I know you did a lot of research and a lot of doing so uh, that we should know (laughs) that's within your expertise or industry. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, and yeah. And so this is kind of where my niche comes in and I'm, so I said my I'm I don't I am a habits and behavior coach for women entrepreneurs. So I'm obsessed with habits. Like everybody kind of has like their little obsession. I'm obsessed with habits and behavior. I kind of like use myself as a guinea pig. I'm like, what can I try today? Like what behavior can I try to implement or remove and what happens? Like I'm always experimenting with things. So the one like secret that I want to share with everyone is you are a product of your habits. And what that means is the results that you have in your life, the the business results, the money, the the actions that you take, the way that you feel, everything that most of us are driven and we don't even realize this by our habits. And, um, and so once you start to take a step back and see like even all the way down to the way that you think and the way that you subconsciously react to situations, everything you know, from very surface level to deeply ingrained is a habit. And if you really, truly want to change, then you have to start becoming aware of everything that you do. Um, and thinking of it as like, Oh my gosh, I am in the habit of saying that. Like, you know, it's like your my husband says something and then I'm just like, have this immediate response. And I'm like, Oh wait, that's just an old habit that I've been doing for years and years. And, and I'm not sure if it serves me anymore. So once you start to realize that these habits are are everywhere and that you have the ability to change them and tweak them and start using them to your advantage, it can really be a game changer for sure. And what's your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific. Yeah. So this is kind of related to the habits. So like getting in the habit of taking care of you. I mean, the reason why you want to get in the habit of it is because then it just becomes automatic. So if everything is a, a product of your habit, okay, use that to your advantage. You know, what I recommend for most people is you start a morning routine or something where you get up, you spend 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be hours and hours on yourself. Maybe it's exercise, maybe it's mental, spiritual, whatever, like gets you going in the morning. Maybe it's yoga, maybe it's a workout, whatever it is for you. And whenever you start to do that every single day, you like what I found truly, really, truly is that you wake up, you've got the most energy. You feel like, yes, you've got that, you know, that self-talk instead of it being negative. It's like, It's like, damn girl, you did that. You did do that 20 minute, you know, like you did exercise today. So when, and that just creates a positive ripple effect. So 
It's not really typical business advice, but what's going to happen is that is going all those positive, like young, like goodies from, from starting your day with self-care morning routine are going to totally affect your business in the long run, short term and long term, I would add. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. What I found too, with like your morning routine, like it's, it's actually, uh, and this is just for me, but I think it works for other people as well as like small wins lead to bigger wins throughout the day. So even if it's just like not pressing the snooze, like getting up on the first alarm, or even if you don't use an alarm, just like getting up right away, brushing your teeth. And it's just like these small little things end up turning into like these bigger wins where like you end up writing, let's just, you're writing a book or something. You end up putting like two hours of pure focus time and it all started because you got up when you were supposed to get up, you brushed your teeth and you did all the little things. And it's just like, it's like an effect in the brain or something where it's just like each little win, it like puts you on a roll and then you just like finish the day strong. So yes, I yeah. love that. And, and, and there's actually a term for it. They call it the domino effect. So like think about your first domino as brushing your teeth and then all of the other pieces just happen. It's so much, it's almost becomes effortless because you can't help but do the thing because you just did the thing before and now you're in the habit. So yeah. So yeah, it just exponentially, um, yeah, it's, it's like, it definitely has that domino effect, like you mentioned, for sure. So, so, um, now if we, we go back to your younger days, if you could give your younger <laughs> self one piece of advice, what would that be? Oh yes. I love this question. <laughs> and, um, I, I swear if I'm around an 18 year old. I'm like, get over here. Let me tell you, like, <laughs> let me give you some unsolicited advice. Um, yeah, I love this question because I would totally tell myself like, do not go to college. You know, I mean, come on, let's be honest. How many 18 year olds know what the hell they want to do when you're 18? Like hardly anyone. And, you know, I just think it's crazy what we do here. We put all this money and expectation into an 18 year old, like go to college and pick out your major and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars and be in debt. No way. I think that, that like as an 18 year old, you should definitely, like I would tell my younger self, like skip going to college, go travel for a couple of years, figure out yourself, explore the world and then you're going to come back. Not only you're going to come back wiser, stronger, more capable, but you're also going to know yourself more than than you've ever. You know, you, you finally like are going to know because at 18, you know, you've been living with your parents your whole life. You really don't know even anything about yourself. So like, get to know yourself. Find out what you like. Then go study whatever it is. And even though my husband is a college professor, and I would never tell him this. You know, like it's a big decision going to college. That's a lot of money to to take on. And I think they give out loans like candy, like, hey, you want a $20,000 loan? Here you go. And as an 18-year-old, you have no idea what that means financially for you. And that just pains me when I see students in so much debt at such a young age. So it's like, skip that, take a minute, go figure out what you want, and then come back ready to learn with whatever it is that, you know, you're, you're interested in. Mm. Sorry, I, I could definitely go on and on about that one. But. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I actually ended up dropping out of school. So yeah, we'll make sure your, uh, your husband does not hear this episode. <laughs> yeah, he won't no. listen to this. <laughs> um, so kind of a little bit of a different path. In your opinion, uh, what is the key to happiness? Yeah, I love this question as well, because um, I honestly think that 
we can choose to be happy. Um, and, and the cool thing about choosing to be happy is that, yes, it's hard. It's like one of those things that sounds cliche, but like, even if you're having a shitty day and you've got the flu and you're in bed, like there's, there's always like something that you can pick apart and all the, you know, the crap and, and you're like, Oh man, got the flu, feel like crap. But Hey, my best friend showed up and like brought me my favorite like noodle soup from the, the Vietnamese place. Or, you know, it was really cool how I got to like, I used to, when I hated my corporate job, I was like grateful for a sick day. Cause I'm like, yes, I don't have to work today. Like, I'm not saying like be, you know, over the top, but there are just like, there's always like some sort of silver lining. And I think when you get back, bringing it back to the habits, like you start getting in the habit of just looking at every situation and seeing like, what is the one positive thing about this? Now you're training your brain to focus on that instead of waiting for the external um, thing to happen for you to be happy. Like, Oh, when I have that one house that I want, I'll be happy. But until then I'm going to be, like angry, like that doesn't make any sense, you know, like mm -hmm. practice being happy now so that when you have those external events, you're like, well, you know what? I'm already like, I'm, I'm good, but yeah, this helps, but it's not like, you know, it's not like you haven't been miserable waiting for that thing to happen. Does that make sense? It, it does. And what I, what <laughs> I also, not to take away from what you said, but what I also picked up on is that you like pho soup. Is that oh accurate? yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it just got cold here, and I'm, like, really excited about going yeah. to my favorite Vietnamese restaurant. So yeah. now that I brought it up, I'm going to have to go. Yeah, that <laughs> soup is unbelievable, out of the park. So let's just say that if we have not figured out the key to happiness, that soup might be it. I That's agree. It. Food is one of my top, like, five things that make me happy. <laughs> me too. Things. I'm with you. Um. So, so the next one I have for you is what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from that? Yeah. So, um, I just read this book this year. It's called, um, Sparking to the Choir. And this is a, the best book that I've read in a long time. Seriously. Um, it's this, um, it's a true story about this, um, gang intervention center in LA led by Greg Boyle. And he's this like Jesuit, uh, priest and he's got this, you know, community center where the, you know, like the, the most hardcore of these lifelong, like gang members come to like go and have community and go to school and to be like, have totally their lives transformed. And he transforms them into these like compassionate human beings who are highly functional and who get to go back into society. And it is, I mean, it's, it's gut wrenching. It's, it's hilarious. You'll laugh, you'll cry, everything in between you'll be. And, and the, the big, you know, it's really like, like pinpointing um, a group that's totally on, on the margins of society. And the, the thing that the book, like the biggest lesson that I, that I took away from the book and why I think everyone should read it is, be, is because you really shouldn't assume, you know, whenever you're going to like stereotype about a gang, gang member, I had no idea like what those kids had gone through, like how they had been raised in these gangs and abused and beaten and abandoned and, and just suffered years and years of abuse. And, um, and so like, you can't just look at a gang member and go, Oh, they're making all these, you know, that it's like, everyone has a story. Everyone is going through something 
And so if we can all like find it in our hearts, even for these, you know, marginalized members of society to like, to realize that we're all like, just like us, they're going there. They've, you know, gone through trauma as well. And to be compassionate. I mean, I think the book just really like, Oh, it's so, it's just, it just kind of moves you to be, to be more compassionate in general, really. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Mm. Yeah, no, it sounds like a, a really, uh, powerful book. So for everybody listening, I definitely I'm going to check it out myself. So thanks for oh, sharing. Oh, it's so good. Yes, it's so good. And then the the next one is what is your favorite quote and why? Yeah. So this is um, it's not it's not really a quote. It's just something that I heard once and then I started to say in my head. So I don't know what you would call it, but um, it's when I take care of myself, energy flows um, and. I guess it makes sense that I help people with self-care and kind of working on the inner work because what I've realized is, you know, no matter what's going on, like I mentioned earlier, no matter what external circumstances, when I take the time, make some time for myself, go get that nice meal, like, you know, do, do a yoga sequence or just get some alone time or, or like dive into a book that's really enjoyable or a good story or, whatever it is, like, I think that we, you know, sometimes we judge ourselves or feel like we shouldn't take the time, but, but when you take that time, energy can flow. It's like, it goes from being stuck and and you're frustrated and overwhelmed to like, Oh, okay. This is, this is now workable. It's more manageable after you take care of yourself. So I, I I truly believe that that, that self-care is key. Yes. Um, thank you so much for coming on. The last one I have for you before we let you go is where's the best place for people to find you online? Oh yeah. Cool. Um, so my website is herhabits.com and yeah, come see me over there. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you so much, Tyler.